All right, everybody, welcome, welcome back to day three. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's already day three and it's Thursday. The week definitely goes by as you are having fun. I want to thank those of you that are joining me slowly but surely here on day three. And you are really amazingly showing this commitment to yourself and your business and the mission, the vocation that you've actually have chosen to make the impact in the world. I see beautiful Laura joining me. Hi, Laura. Thanks so much hello. for coming on. <laughs> so hello, 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 Elona. Beautiful. Nice to see you and nice to see everybody. Thanks so much again for joining me. Um, and for all the amazing time that you're dedicating. I hope the first two days have been very impactful for you as it's always my wish and purpose, anything I do. Uh, and I really hope that you have really taken away a lot of amazing wisdom and nuggets. But most importantly, I hope that I have helped you connect the bigger dots in your business. I think that's, a, that's a, one of the most important things as we have talked about different uh, pillars in your business growth journey, which is, your mindset, your vision, mission, values, your branding, your marketing, your sales, right? So those have been the pillars we talked about in day one and day two. And today we're going to talk about freedom because systems and team, the last of the two pillars of every business girl journey really takes you to the freedom loop. I know most of us start our businesses because we love what we do. We feel it's our vocation. We feel it's something that we enjoy, we feel like it's something that we have overcome. So we want to help other people with. And we usually go in this journey for the freedom that it actually allows us to really build a business on our own terms. And but most importantly, for the money aspect of it as well, because I always say that you can be very passionate and have a vocation. However, in order for you to make a living and to reinvest back and really grow your business and the impact that you want to make, of course, you have to also understand how to build the two pieces that are missing from the puzzle, uh, which I'm going to talk about today, which is the systems and the team. So let's talk about the first one. First of all, welcome back. And any questions you guys have, throw them in the chat. Anything that comes up, as you are listening, just throw the questions in the chat and I'll be able to answer them at the end. Uh, because again, this way we get to, um, I get to customize all this information to your own uh, business challenges and also the questions that you have wherever you are in the journey, because it's absolutely an individual journey for a lot of us. So I think it's important for us to really um, uh, honor that uh, and honor where everyone is. Uh, I think that's really important. So. Um, what is systems? Systems um, really are what closes the freedom loop in our business, right? So again, um, ideally, a business will eventually become um, not knowing, I mean, you let me know in the chat if you're a solopreneur or you moved into the next stage, with an, which is an entrepreneur, meaning you have at least one person on your team. I, I, I say that that graduates you to the next phase, which is um, entrepreneur. Uh, so if you're in that other phase, you understand really well that um, in order for you to move your way, uh, yourself away from the business, um, then, of course, you are going to um, need the systems and need the team because you can't do it all by yourself, right? And the other important part uh, of how I look at business overall is you want to build an asset, right? You want your business, even though our business is our baby. We all, like I, I write, my business, my baby's four years old. 
because that's my company, it's four years old. I think for all of us, our businesses are babies. We never think that we want to build a business that we eventually can potentially trade it in for an asset, meaning eventually maybe even you want to consider selling your asset. I'm not saying you are considering that because of course it's our vocation. However, you want to be smart and you want to build an asset that is always on a separate entity eventually that operates without you. I love this because in parenting, I find that one of my main purposes as a mom is to empower my kids to be independent in life, right? Hopefully, if I've done a good job, and let's just say this has a lot of great metaphor for business, then I want to ensure that my kids are independent in all the areas, emotionally, physically, financially, uh, health-wise, and all of that, right? I would say the same for business. You want to ensure that your business is also slowly growing and moving away from you as the owner, the CEO, the founder, the solopreneur, and the entrepreneur. And that's what your vision should be. I'm not saying that maybe later on, a couple of years down the line, you build a really amazing asset, you build an amazing brand, as we've been talking about here. Then you decide to stay as a CEO and the founder because you find that that is your gift. You find that that is what you want to do. I say that make that conscious decision by you ensuring that you're laying the brick, the foundation correctly. So that later on, when you maybe your life, uh, you know, purpose changes, then you have the luxury because now you build an asset. And now you have something that lives without you. So that's really what systems and team uh, does in your business, the other two aspects. And again, that's more needed when you grow. Um, you don't always need a team or have systems in place yet when you're a solopreneur, uh, because again, you're just doing a lot of these things on your own. However, the goal should be to eventually grow and do that. So systems, what are some systems? Systems could be everything in your business. Here's how I define systems. Uh, because it's a buzzword and a lot of times when we hear it, uh, I find that it's not the sexiest world out there because it's like, ah, it's boring, it's mechanical, it's too masculine, it's uh, robotic, all these things are attached to systems. But systems uh, for me is anything in your day-to-day -day habits of your business operation that keep repeating over and over and over. So I'm not talking about one-time projects, those we can manage differently in business. Like let's say I'm gonna write a book, that's a big project, but it's a one-time project, unless I'm gonna make book writing one of my business models and it's gonna continue to be a system in my business, right? So that's kind of how I define systems. Anything that repeats, just like daily habits, right? To keep our health in check, we gotta watch our, you know, what we eat, we got to exercise. We got to do our meditations for our spiritual health. That's a system. You actually have implemented that system in your life, right? So that's how I define a system. Anything that repeats and it's there because obviously it's uh, it's going to sustain. It's going to help you sustain a specific result. So I would say the same with business. So that's kind of how I define systems. So now the thing for you that I have is take a look and stay aware around a lot of the activities you're doing that is always happening in the business. Once you understand all these pillars, I, that's why I love for the CEO and founder to have the awareness and the understanding of, you know, around all these things. Because if you don't know what are the right important priorities in your operations, then of course you don't even know which system you need to implement or which team member to bring on board. 
So things are actually connected together, right? So understanding the first three pillars <laughs> brings you to the, to the fourth and the fifth, which is the system and the team. But anyway, just pay attention to the tasks you're doing ongoing. Maybe content production is an ongoing task, of course, right? You write that down. So if you want to take an inventory, actually, that would be a good exercise after this, <laughs> this uh, uh, um, training uh, for you to kind of take a look at it. You'll, you'll be very surprised to see like what are some of the things that you're constantly repeating because that is your system. So get that awareness first. Now, some systems that are needed in order for us to grow our companies that are always recurring, besides the other two parts that I talked about in the, in, in the first day and the second day, is again, having a system for your contacts. Where are your relationships? I hate to call people leads. Uh, it's a marketing language word, like leads. We're not leads, we're humans. But anyway, where are your contacts stored? How are people going from all your relationships? Where are they? Are they on your socials? Great. What happens after you have them on your social, is there a path to get them under your own personal system? Because eventually when you grow your company to become an asset, that's what that's our goal, that's what we're talking about. Uh, you can't, you know, monetize, you can monetize your social media for your personal use, but you can't say like, here's my business is on Facebook. Because Facebook is you're borrowing out of somebody else's land. Mark, you have to pay rent. You can't, you know, it's sad. It's not your own uh, company, right? So we need to have our people, our relationships into our own system or platform where we have them as contacts, whether it's emails or phone numbers, right? Because again, that way we have more information around the people that are interested in our brand and the work we do so that we can offer more value and serve them that way as well. So that would be one of the systems that you uh, you get to implement. The other systems is those touch points that I talked about in the sales process yesterday. So what are those seven touch points um, so that you build the know, like, and trust? Another system could be you having a system for a recurring podcast, a podcast that you always put on, right? That's another system that's always recurring, helping you with your brand, helping you also with your sales, right? And that podcast can do so many things. That could be its own topic, but I'm just going to give you some of the most important things that I know will kind of give you uh paint a good picture around this system aspect of, of especially in online business, because it looks differently from uh, for ob obviously other industries and other businesses that might have a product, even though really these are fundamentals and they all uh, apply to most businesses. A webinar, a workshop, it's just like a local business. When you have a local business, um, you want to showcase or offer your customers or your clients a way to sample the product that you have and in this case you are the product right I mean how would I most of you are new to me they you have seen me but you don't exactly know what is the product that I offer to help you achieve a certain result so putting this together is showcasing you and me of course offering value of what I can do. How is it that I can help you further? So that's kind of how you want to look at this other system of a webinar or a consistent workshop that you put together or a masterclass that's always ongoing. Because you have to remember that there's always new people finding you. And when you grow your business, and we talked about that in the other pillars, 
there should always be new people discovering you, new people all the time. Always, always, always new people come into your world. And that we talked about with Yannick yesterday, she shared so beautifully around building your audiences, right? And this is an ongoing process. Uh, I have never seen anyone that just you know, kind of ha has grown like, you know, a thousand connections on their accounts. And that's kind of all that they want to do, uh, because eventually, you know, those uh, the, the people in there might not have the need that you have. So you don't have a business. You can't scale it. So this processes and systems are always going to you know, be ongoing. But think of it that way. Think of a system in your business, a way for you to offer value and to showcase what is it that you can do. Because remember, we said yesterday, visibility is very important. In order for people to hear you, they have to see you. And then before they see you and hear you, then they can uh, invest with you. Right? It's the cycle. So you having recurring systems is going to be very, very helpful. Another one can be an event that you put together, an event that, you know, always uh, around, you know, there's, of course, strategies around all of these things, but just giving you an idea, another event that you can put together in your business to, to grow your brand, to offer value and to meet people, to have people, to have a way for people to see all the work that you are doing. Right, so that could be another system that you do as well. Um, something else that you can do is another system that's always ongoing is you, besides your own audiences and besides your own systems that you put together, is you can go to other people's audiences. We talked about that on day one and day two of how you can leverage other people's audiences, whether it's with speaking, with getting interviewed on podcasts, uh, with you going to do a training for an audience. Um, or anything like that. Other summits you can attend, other conferences you can attend. So that also is supposed to be another system, meaning it's supposed to be ongoing. You can't just go to a podcast interview once and you think like, okay, that's it, I'm done, you know, my, my podcast interview because your visibility needs to be ongoing. Um, it's almost like I compare online business to local business all the time, brick and mortar because it is when you're brick and mortar with your brick and mortar business you have your doors open a certain amount of time like nine to five every day or like 10 in the morning to 10 p.m for example if you have a salon or if you have a grocery store or restaurant or whatever local business and you have you show up whether you show up and you have uh, not built the business to the point where you have a team yet either you or your team have to be there right 10 to 10 or nine to five so that's the same thing with an online business. There is an agenda and there is things that you constantly have to be ongoing in the business because your virtual doors should be open, right? And of course you have more leniency because you get to work on your schedule and there are certain things that you can, you know, record and program and all that good stuff, all the conveniences of a virtual world uh, that you get to do things simpler. But again, just think about it that way. These are all ongoing things that are going to all add momentum to your brand and your business overall. So guys, let me know in the in the chat if uh, you have any questions around the system side of things. Uh, I think this is kind of all I wanted to kind of share on this aspect because, of course, um, there's so much more. When you grow the company, what are the systems? The same thing. What are the repeatable things that maybe now you can get someone to do for you or you can get a system to do for you? Right now with AI and the world of technology, there is more opportunity, obviously, to implement systems that can do something simpler and faster and in a more automated fashion than maybe the team aspect. 
So, but you have to obviously make those decisions. If there is a platform that you can invest in um, and not a team member, then most people would choose obviously the automated system, right? So right now we're heading in the era of more systems happening in our companies than team, right? But either way, we have ways to go there. Uh, so we need to understand, uh, oh, great, Laura, thank you so much. I'm glad that it's very simple because sometimes I'm not sure how this lands the system side of things, depending on where you are in your business. But just giving you that wide level overview of uh, what happens and how these things save our, us time. And of, of course, um, um, make sure that we're doing those recurring things that we need to do so we can build our momentum and we can work on the most meaningful, uh, impactful activities as well. So I think that's important. Um, so yeah, so how do we get those um, these things, autom most of the systems implemented? And if there is a way that AI or technology can do it, obviously explore those ways as well. Right now, I don't know if you have started exploring AI, but there's many things it can do. You can write blogs with, with your message. You can, you can leverage it for content. Most people are doing that, right? So that's another, because content creation is an ongoing everyday task, right? It's an ongoing system in your business. So here's an example of how you can use another system, which could be AI, um, so that you can actually leverage the power of that as well. Um, so these are just ways to look at opportunities on how you could do that. There's plenty of platforms, even with the contacts part, that do a lot of that stuff. The CRM, meaning where is everybody in what stage of conversation are all your relationships in, right? And how do we send automated emails, automated text messages for all the things that we're doing in our business? So again, if it's a system, if there is a system out there, then most people will choose the system, obviously, because it increases our productivity and efficiency. And in business, the name of the game is that, especially when you have a lot of volume, maybe when you're by yourself, you have the time. I know. But when you have a lot of people and a lot of things moving, you know, in, in the right direction, then of course you need a system to manage all of it. Um, so that's why this is important as well. So. Perfect. Now we move on to the other aspect, which is team. Obviously, again, while if you have assessed that, you know, something, of course, you need a team for the in-house process of once you have clarity on what are those things that you need to hire for, uh, then usually the next thing is the next team member, which is somebody that once you have clarified all those recurring things in your business that always need to be happening no matter what, then that's how you know who's your next hire, right? That's how you know who is that person that you can bring on board and you have enough of that cash flow because obviously that's a, a, a important piece. Once you have built enough of this on your own and you have enough of that cash flow, then you can make a decision whether it's another system you need to implement or it's someone that can be with you that can help you in those other aspects. I always tell entrepreneurs and, and business owners, because I hear this all the time, sometimes I think everybody, especially in the online world, thinks that the first hire uh, should be their VA. And yes, in, in some sort of capacity, it is your VA. I say that you need to first understand all these different pieces of your business before you can hire. Because a lot of times I see this every day that you hire someone, but because you don't know exactly what are those high impactful activities that are going to bring you ROI and are going to ensure that they're also growing your brand because it's always those two things usually that most companies want, then you don't even know yet 
what is it, how can this VA be affected? What are those activities that they can implement for you so that they're aligned with your vision, right? Because that's the point. Your team should be aligned with your vision. They're there to support you. Uh, but again, if you don't know how they can support you, then of course you can't uh, expect them to be productive and you're not going to be very happy with the compensation that you're able to provide for them and also the return of productivity that you get back. And eventually what I see very often is that you'll pay, you'll pay, you'll pay, and then you'll run out of money because even your VA is not, or the person you have hired it's not really being part of your income generation or it's not really giving you an ROI on that aspect. And eventually their income dies out, right? And you know you let them go uh, and that's the problem, right? So I think it's important, the right steps to the solution of that is you have clarity first as a CEO. What are those things that are gonna be high impact activities? And you're getting a lot of that here, right? All those different pillars that you're implementing. Um, so what are those high impact activities that you get to work on um, so that you know who to bring on board, right? Do you need a marketing person? Do you need someone to do your PR? Do you need someone to help you with content? Do you need somebody to work, you know, with you on your um, ads? And what phase and stage of business are you in so you can make the right decision of who needs to come on board at that point in time and how can they be the most effective for you and with you? And I think all of those things really connect um, with one another. And there's no, um, just like anything, that's how you know who your next hire. I don't care how you name them. <laughs> I mean, it's about the effectiveness of their of the work and the support they're giving you, whether it's a VA and you call them an operations of your, uh, your marketing person, you call them your PR person, the roles you make them up, you're the CEO, like the roles don't matter. It's about the impact and the value that they create in your company. But in order for you to know who that is, you gotta you know go through all these different pieces so that you know exactly who to bring on board. And then with the hiring process, of course, just like anything, I think in the online space, uh, some best practices that I've seen um, that especially have also helped me with growing my team now, I think it's 25 people right now that uh, work under the aligned vision of the life school is the, uh, the piece, uh, the, the first aspect of look for the people that already are loyal people to your brand. So it could be your community, it could be your audience. Look in there, look in the in the in the pools of the people. They already know, like, and trust you because they have a better idea about what you do. They already like you. They already trust you. They understand what you're doing. They believe in your work, right? Because you, as a CEO and the founder, obviously are the one that's going to do the hiring until maybe you get an HR department <laughs> eventually. That could be something you work towards. Most small companies can't afford that, right? They have their own HR department. So you're going to be the HR person and uh, all the hats at the beginning until you start slowly growing all these different pieces. Um, but as far as hiring is concerned, because that's another big pain point for a lot of companies is where do I find qualified candidates? Where do I find talent? I say first, clarify, sit down and come up with a job description based on those tasks that I just mentioned, the systems, what are those things that you are looking for someone to do? So come up, just like when we actually develop our business models and programs, we always like write down like, what is the transformation I wanna give? What is the topics I wanna teach, right? 
You got to do the same for a job description, right? What are those tasks that you need someone to fill? What are those tasks that you need someone to, um, to help you with? And then you put the position title at the end. Who cares about that, <laughs> right? But obviously you name it after a position title, but that's kind of how you know who are those first hires. And that starts with that. You having clarity on who you need first, right? And then, of course, the other thing is tapping into the, your current pool. Usually your clients, your past clients are definitely great people uh, that can potentially be looking for another way for them to join your team. There's so many models of your team. Eventually, also, you getting equity in your company, meaning a win-win situation where they don't only are not only working for you under a salary, but there is some sort of commission or affiliate model or other ways that they become um, accountable partners in your business in a way or another, meaning there's a win-win for everybody and there's no cap for them. The more that you know they grow, the more you grow, the more they grow. So it's like everybody's working alongside each other. And of course, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but everybody's got to you know, start with those uh, beginning steps. Uh, but there's a million ways to really um, to really do this and go about doing it, right? So you just got to know where you are and where you're heading. And again, tap in the pool of people that already know, like, and trust you. A good way is always, even with your team, I find that the best thing is always to tap into the people that you already know with referrals or the team you already have. If you have the team members, high performers, team members you like, and they already are efficient and you know, you trust them, then that's another good practice to go in into their network and see if there's more people like them that can probably potentially align with what you're doing as well based on their qualifications and experience. This comes from my seven years of HR experience. I've done this firsthand. Uh, and I love this aspect of any company because the people resource is the most important asset of every company, even though, of course, now we're moving along with systems more than team. But I think obviously we got a long way. Um, but the creativity and talent, that's just definitely something that AIs and machines cannot replace. Right. So uh, eventually building a diverse team that um, really um, ensures that your culture is healthy and you have so many different viewpoints of solving problems for your clients. I think it's the ultimate goal. And that's what I've seen. Those are the companies that are more successful when their team is aligned, when you as the leader understand how to put everybody in the right positions and also how to leverage all their talents because your team is going to be very different, right? And that was one of my gifts when I was in corporate. I didn't know what I was doing for the longest. And uh, they would just be like, wow, how do you have the most engaged people in your uh, in your region that I was leading? Because I don't know, it's a natural thing, right? You put people where they are, you treat them well, create a good environment for them, help them grow and develop because most people, <laughs> that's what they want, right? For the length of the health of your business, they want to be part of something bigger. They want to do meaningful work. They want to know how your vision, mission, and company is helping them achieve their personal goals. And they always want to grow and learn and grow with whatever it is they're doing, right? That's really like what I've seen out of all the companies that I worked with, right? Whether it's baby companies or big companies, 500 employees, 1,600, a million, doesn't matter. Humans are humans. It's just you have more of them. 
right? So I think the next uh, aspect, which is actually the book I'm writing, is your leadership abilities. And I say that just like anything in life, you know, there's always this argument like, am I a born leader or do I need to learn the leadership aspect? And most companies and CEOs stay small because, again, they have a fear around, uh, you know, hiring and growing their team because, again, the fear of uncertainty, letting go of control and will someone do the job like I did or I'm going to invest in somebody and they leave me and all of this stuff that usually happens. Uh, but if you want to go big and grow big, I should say, or make a big impact, you absolutely have to be that leader that just creates a safe environment and really help, uh, really sees people as your collaborators and gives people a way for them to win around you, right? Always win, win, win. Long-term relationships, if, you know, if uh, something is only short-term, and you're only looking at what can I get from this person, that's never gonna be something sustainable. Um, you know, if you wanna grow a company that's healthy and you, when you wanna retain your people. I actually didn't talk about retainment here because I know most of you are more, might be more in the solopreneur, entrepreneur trying to move the ladder into the next phase. Uh, but the thing is that when it comes to, uh, to leadership, you want to ensure that this, this thing is actually learnable. These skills are learnable, just like anything in business acumen. If you don't feel like you're a born leader, because I, I went back to that argument, I think just like anything, either you learn it or you, if you're born with it, it's going to be more natural for you. But in order for you to move on to the next phase is the leadership that's going to save you, right? It, or at least it's going to help you scale uh, to the next level. And all of those leadership attributes are actually things that we can learn and apply, just like we're learning and applying things in our business, like content creation. Are we born with that? No. <laughs> I never had to you know, create any content when I was little. Maybe our kids are born with it. I don't know, right? Because they're more creative or maybe we had our creativity, I think actually, because we all have it as humans. We just were not put in those environments where we have to really express ourselves in, in a social media channel, for example, right? So yes, there is things are learnable. And also you discover that through doing these things, you might have a natural ability, all right? So we just, that's how we learn. But when it comes to kind of your team, you always want to surround yourself in that environment of retention. You want to think of retention, even with your clients. You know what I want to share with you, uh, ladies, is the biggest companies don't always work on new clients, new clients, new clients all the time. Yes, marketing always got to happen, but they work on the retention mostly. How can I continue to serve the clients that already know, like, and trust me? That's where the money is. That's where the profit is. That's where the bigger impact is because you already done a lot of the hard work and labor to get those clients in your door. So what are those retention uh, mechanisms that you need to implement to keep your clients and keep your team? That's how the big brands market. That's where they focus on mostly. I, and I see there's a big difference between that and also the, the online space, because in the online space, there's a lot of messaging around new clients, new, new, new people all the time, fill your business with new people, recurring sales, recurring sales. And that's okay if you don't have a lot of that going on yet and you're missing these foundational pieces. But eventually you realize that really where your focus goes is in the retention piece uh, of both aspects as well. So um, perfect. So Yannick is saying having the right fit in your team. It is so important. Um, 
Oh, no problem, Devani. Yeah, Devani is one of my past clients and she was going to share experience with you, but I see that she's at the doctor. So I know life happens as we, we business. <laughs> so that's just how things always go. Let me know if you have any questions around the team aspect or if this is just stuff that's out there. But I always, at least for me, I've always found it helpful to know what is the what what is it that I should know that I can work towards, even though I'm not already there, right? Because most of us are working here to get here, right? And especially if you've chosen the path of building a business, then of course, these are all aspects that you need to know eventually as you grow. And again, once you know all these things that you need to know, then you can make a conscious decision. Okay, that's not work for me. I never will have a team. I'll just have the systems in place. Uh, you know, based on what I can have, um, so that you know I can um, I can be happy with what I'm doing. I think at the end of the day, it serves everyone because we also have to consider our personal lives. I don't know where you are. Some of you might be small kids. Some of you might be empty nesters. I'm gonna be one soon. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Keep growing because what else I'm gonna do? There's no more parenting to do, even though they say the parenting never ends. Uh, so I'll see when when that happens, right? But depending on your phase and stage, I think it's important for uh, all of you to know what is what is really what does it entail to grow a really healthy company. And then once you understand all these pieces, then you can worry about the implementation and taking yourself from where you are to where is it that you want to go. And that's exactly what I do in my work, right? That's exactly what I do with my program. I help you implement all these different pieces. Um, because at the end of the day, I know that even knowing things is, is definitely, com uh, definitely completely different thing when you're implementing. Because <laughs> when you're implementing, you're taking action, that's where the challenges come. You, you do something and you don't know exactly um, why you're not getting results. So kind of having someone real time to give you that coaching and, and, and the consultation part is needed and that support that you're looking for is invaluable because it could move you further faster, right? Someone that already, okay, you're already gonna encounter this challenge and this is exactly what you can do to move forward while you still learn the foundation. But at the end of the day, I'm all about intuitive business growth, right? Because it's my business, it's your business, it's everybody's business. There's a million ways to go to Rome right? There's not only one way to grow business. So I think it's important that we all learn these skills, implement these skills, but also most importantly, have someone by our side that knows the challenge that you're about to encounter and can already be proactive and be like, yep, yep, I know how you feel right now. You're going to feel a lot of resistance around, you know, uh, showing up on social media, for example, right? So just all those different pieces as you are implementing the business acumen, at least for me, it's been the biggest fulfillment of the work that I've done because I can already anticipate what is it that you're going to encounter as you're growing and also meeting people where they are in their life cycles of their business. Just like there's amazing mentors that help people in the life cycles of their lives with transitions, right? And they know exactly what you're going through. If you're faced loss in your life, if you have changed jobs, right? If you're going from corporate to entrepreneurship, mentors that are serving those stages and phases of life they know what you're going to, you know, go through. So they can be there as your support and as your guide on the other side to do that for you. That's the same with business, right? Knowing the life cycle that you're in, having someone implement all these things for you, and then absolutely customizing everything. I, I think that's the other power, which is I personally stay away from the business model of courses. I do have, of course, my knowledge documented, 
for people that want to, to really have access to some of that to give themselves some quick wins. But to me, the biggest transformations always happen when you are uh, doing things personally with people and you're customizing all these different things. Uh, because then you have accountability and you have support and you have mentorship. And we're always accountable to someone else more than we're accountable to ourselves. I don't know how many of you, of you have finished all your courses. I don't love that business model. I know it's great to scale. And I'm not saying I'm not, I have courses. I have documented a lot of this for people that maybe uh, with their budgets, they, you know, not ready to do a customized sort of thing. But I believe in this heart to heart customized uh, kind of business model, because again, that's where I've seen I get the most joy, first of all, to see the wins and to see the progress. And, you know, I get like a little child when I see like someone going from here to here and kind of helping them also align their gifts. Because another thing that a great mentor does for you is sees what you don't see in yourself. I, I wish like I could have a dime for all the, I'm like, oh my gosh, humans are so amazing. And why is it that we can see our stuff? I guess it's how it's designed. I don't know what to tell you, right? Because we do something naturally, but that could be your, your advantage in business, but you don't see it. You just think that that's just normal for you. Like, oh, that everyone, you know, can do it. But that could be your very competitive edge in your business. And that could be the thing that we lean on and we utilize so that you are magic and you're authentic and you're working on that space and area of expertise and alignment and what God created you to do really. But unfortunately I've seen that we don't see that in ourselves. So someone on the other side, um, you know, uh, it, it's invaluable for me. I'm always working with mentors that can see the things in me and direct me based on my gifts and alignment. Uh, and then, of course, marry that with business acumen, because I think it's important uh, as well. Yeah. Yannick says also you need to grow as you work with your clients. Oh, gosh. All day, every day. Uh, you are always growing. I always say we go into not by chance I've named my company the life school, because I think we're always in two positions in life, the student and the teacher. Right. So we're the teacher to someone that we have gained some wisdom and expertise or or. That, that's what it is, and we're sharing it. And then we should be the student and we're always learning from the other person in front of us. We're always learning and growing. I learn and grow from my clients all day, every day, right? And the same for you, I'm sure you have that experience as well. So that's kind of what I found my niche, my gifts, all of that stuff is marrying both of them. And also really uh, helping my clients to use your gifts in the way that God intended for you and let me use my gift that I've discovered in the way that I know best so that you can save time work on purpose and also grow a profitable company but also most importantly so you can do more of the work that you were called to do uh, because and that's the partnership in life that's the leadership actually that I talked about the leadership is just that you understanding you're staying in your area of genius and there's other people that have the expertise and you know that you're looking for and have the gift that will help you move further faster so for me it's always this partnership between my clients and, and uh and my team also right again it's the same thing putting people where they shine and giving them all the tools so they can learn and grow and they can achieve all the things that they're looking to do it's the same thing in business um so that's the same thing that um 
I do and what I'm passionate about. And as uh, an offer to this specific workshop, I am more than happy to be able to offer you guys a thousand dollars a month discount to work with me because I only offer the customized um, uh, personalized uh, program that I mentioned, which is a yearly program. And the, the price or the investment for all the results that I'm able to provide for you while saving you time and money is 2,500 a month. But for this workshop, and also because I'm sensitive to all the world events that are going on around us, I don't want nothing to hold you back, the monetary especially, from you really being staying on purpose and doing uh, serving people at the highest level. And I hate to see that someone has to let go of their passion because of the monetary thing. Because um, I've seen that you know time and time again, and I know there's some challenging times for people and also clients. So I'm taking a thousand dollars off. So it's going to be fifteen hundred a month to work together for an entire year as I help you implement all these different pieces in the business. But alongside that, I'm always focused on those two things: ensure that you're working on purpose, building your brand, but also creating cash flow. So you're putting in money in the bank so that we can smartly use that money and cash flow that you're bringing in so that we can uh, start investing more in the business to keep growing it in the systems and the team. So eventually you are growing with the business and your business is growing with you. Um, so for a lot of you that are here, I'm going to keep this open until November 3rd because I've opened up some calendar spots on my calendar for next week because it's already Thursday. So as I meet with a lot of you uh, and, and uh, those of you that are getting the bonus of the one hour free strategy, we're definitely gonna meet for that and then discuss further ways if you want to take advantage of the offer as well. Um, so I wanna thank you for everything that you have um, done with your time. Cause I know again, time has been one of the, uh, one of those important things that you have dedicated here and the commitment that you have shown. And uh, you know where to find me. We will definitely connect further. And again, I hope that I've taken you on a journey uh, for these three days without overwhelming you, but just giving you that clarity maybe or that big picture um, thing that you might have been missing before. So you know exactly how to make the right next decision for you so that you can make the progress that you're looking for while you service more people and you also align your profits with what is it that you're doing. Um, so thank you so much for attending and I will see you with another training and somewhere else. Thanks again. Bye everybody.